train to run, don't run to train. And I think up until that moment, I was running to train when really what, if I want to do half marathons and full marathons, it's a different situation. Maybe if you're doing a 5k once or twice a year, but if you want to run long distances, you have to train to run. And that I didn't really, that had not really kind of sunk into me until I heard you say that. If you are constantly worried about getting injured or you don't know how to get faster as a runner and you want to continue to run for stress relief, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Healthy Runner, the only place that provides you with training tips, injury recovery, and prevention tools with actionable strategies by experts in the running industry so you can develop a stronger running body and feel confident that you can overcome any obstacle as a runner. I'm your host, Dr. Dwayne Scotty, avid runner, running physical therapist and coach, educator, founder of Spark Healthy Runner, where we help dedicated runners get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running with the perfect online running coach, even if you've been told to stop running with an injury or you think coaching is just for fast runners. Learn more about our signature coaching program at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Every week, we help a runner just like you learn how to consistently get in your mental clearing miles and even hit PRs well into your 40s, 50s, and beyond. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or follow the show on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Now on to the show. Before we get into this episode, if you are recovering from an injury and you want to make sure you are maximizing your nutrition to become a healthy runner, you'll want to check out Heal from the Amino Company. Later on in this episode, I will tell you more about Heal and how it can help you with your injuries and overall recovery. Or you can check out the research yourself at aminoco.com slash healthy runner. Plantar fasciitis can be frustrating for many runners, and today I have with me here today Nicole, a client in our Healthy Runner Coaching Program, um, who's here to really share her story of not being able to run for a year due to a knee injury she was going through and then suffering some foot pain to getting back into running without foot pain and, you know, this plantar fasciitis to really, you know, being able to do six mile long runs on the weekend now. So Nicole, thank you very much for agreeing to come on and share some of your story with our Healthy Runner community. Happy to be here. Yeah. And I I know this is something that is um, very common for many runners. And I think it's always nice to kind of set the table, if you will. And do you mind just sharing with the listeners, you know, what your running looked like um, prior to us meeting and prior to you actually even suffering that knee injury? You know, when did you, you know, how long have you been a runner and, you know, what types of distances have you run races, things like that? Sure. So, I started running in college. And when I say running in college, I don't mean that I was a collegiate runner. I mean, that was the first time I got off the couch to exercise in any sustained way. And this will tell you how old I am is my friends in college. One of my friends got runner's world magazine and there was the couch to 5k program printed in the magazine and she cut it out. And I made us all sticker charts on construction paper. 
And we did this all together as a group. So that was my introduction to running was with my sticker chart. And so then, so got up to the three miles and I did, you know, I really, I enjoyed it. I was very slow, but I, that didn't really bother me, but I did run throughout college uh, a few times a week and then a little bit after college, but then I got married and I had kids and then who has time. And so I took about a 12 or 15 year break from running. And then in 2013, I decided to do my first 5k. I had never done a race at that point. And I don't really remember. I think I walked it. I don't think I trained at all. I think I just signed up for it. And I was instantly hooked on the idea of doing 5k races. And so I started training again, couch 5k with an app this time, because it was, you know, 15 years later, actually closer to 20. So that's what I, that's kind of where I started really after, after having my kids and all that was with 5k in 2013. And then I worked my way up to, I joined a running group in 2015 and did my first half marathon, uh, which was awesome. And I'm still with that running group today. In fact, I ran with one of my running group friends yesterday. So I totally think running groups are great if you can find one. It really helps you keep consistent and and make good friends. And so um, that's that's kind of my running journey. I think where I started getting plantar fasciitis was around the time I did that first half marathon. So sometime after, after that. And I think I've had it four separate times now. I was just trying to think about all the different times I've had it. Like I remember in 2017, I had it for a little bit and I think 2015, maybe I had it the first time because I had asked my relative who had it, what do you do about this? And she told me to get two of the same, two pairs, exact same pairs of shoes and wear one inside all the time and one outside all the time. That was all I you know, knew to do. Because I also didn't take time to go see a medical professional about my plantar fasciitis. And so I just, you know, stopped running. Every time I had it, I would stop running. And so this last year, uh, January of last year, I was running with my friends in my running group and I sprained my knee pretty badly. And so I had to stop running. And I did all of my physical therapy and you know, got back to a point where I felt comfortable that I was going to not hurt myself again. And then last July, I did another 5k, which I mostly walked, I was on a family vacation to Chicago. And in the vacation, because this is what kind of vacations, vacationers we are, is we do a 5k or a half marathon on vacation. And my my kind of family. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we did the five. I did the five k. It was great. I ran a little bit of it, not most of it, but just a little bit of it. It was my first time running since, or actually my second time running at all since January. And then we were walking around Chicago. Then the rest of that few days of vacation, and I got my plantar fasciitis back, and I was so distressed because I had just gotten over my knee injury, and I was ready to start running again, and then my foot hurt, and I couldn't run. Or so I thought. So that was July. Yeah. Then, so so even sorry if you don't mind. Yeah. No. Go ahead. No. Yeah. Because you kind of glazed over this mm-hmm. pretty quickly about the running group, and I would just mm-hmm. I just want to chime in there because I find that mm-hmm. very very beneficial for many runners from a motivation standpoint, accountability standpoint, 
meeting other, you know, runners in your community that mm-hmm. are just like you. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you don't mind sharing, you know, with the audience, what type of running do you do? Do you run like really fast every time you go out there no. or <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I met one of my absolute best friends in the entire world because I joined this running group and they asked me what my pace was. And I said, tell put me with the slowest possible people that you have. And so they put me with Deb and we were very slow together and we have been running together since 2015 and also doing all kinds of other things together. And the only reason that we met was because we were the two slowest runners in the running group. Yeah. And, and you do follow kind of the walk run method, right? Where you're kind of doing a combination of walking and running. And I think that's just important for, you know, runners who are out there who are struggling with number one, accountability, motivation, or just not finding their people. You know, if you haven't tried a local running group, that could be very beneficial. And you don't need to be a quote unquote fast runner to be able to enjoy running, right? For Mm -hmm. an activity for your life. And you don't need to be a quote unquote fast runner to wind up getting running related injuries either. No. (laughs) So, so I I think that's important context. And I I love that you found that community and, and your community is like no joke. Like you, I don't think you've dropped where you actually live and where you guys actually run in what types of conditions, where do you live? I live in Moorhead, Minnesota, which is just across the river from Fargo, North Dakota. We run year round. I will say this last weekend we canceled a run. We never canceled, but it, the wind chill was like 25 below. And so that was too cold. But normally we'll run in anything. I have icicles on my eyelashes <laughs> and uh, frost all over my hat. And it does not matter. We are out there and we are running. Yeah, you guys are no joke out there. You guys are like hardy runners. You make us Connecticut runners look like wimps. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty good about getting out there no matter the conditions, but we get a lot of runners around here. It's like, ah, eh, whenever it's below freezing, I don't go out for a run. I'm like, oh. and then I see your runs or your posting and I'm like, you know, we have many people in our program in like the Minnesota area. And yeah, you guys are no joke out in Minnesota. You guys, you know, go out in all elements. Uh, I just love it. I love the dedication and the passion. All right. So you had this knee injury, you know, you went to PT, you went Mm -hmm. for X number of weeks. They told you, you know, no running. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. you got back into running, did this 5k, walked around a lot in Chicago. I get this a lot with people who go to to Disney for vacation, right? You're Mm -hmm. pretty much walking like all week long Mm -hmm. and you had this spike in foot pain. And now you were just like, you know, distraught from what I'm hearing mm-hmm. from you that, and then what did you do after that, from that point in when this pain started? I did nothing. I stopped exercising again. I tried walking. It hurt. I tried, you know, I couldn't, I wasn't, I didn't want to run because the walking hurt. And so I didn't do any kind of exercise at all. And I just was waiting it out. I just thought if I just rest it for long enough, it'll go away on its own. And then my husband is a university professor, but his parents have a farm. And every October, he goes out and helps them harvest. 
and he spends 12 hour shifts on the tractor for about two weeks straight and he needs to occupy his time. And he knew I was suffering with plantar fasciitis. And so he looked for podcasts to listen to on the tractor to, so he could tell me what to do about my plantar fasciitis. And that is how he found you for me. That's awesome. I love it. I, mm -hmm. I love listening to podcasts while I'm doing things like that. I used to mow my lawn mm -hmm. on my tractor, but now I don't even mm -hmm. have time for that. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that your husband listened to the episode that we've covered on plantar fasciitis. And I will certainly mm -hmm. link that in the show notes to this training. But, and I, I think this is important because you're not alone in thinking that resting, not running, you know, just letting it heal, letting things calm down is going to be the, the solution. And you essentially went from July until your husband found this episode, right? And then mm -hmm. you really, you know, reached out to me in October. Mm -hmm. So what really, I guess, you know, caused you to reach out to me in October to begin with? Well, because I looked at what you had online for plantar fasciitis and I thought, okay, if anybody can help me, <laughs> I think it's going to be this guy. But also I just was looking for someone to tell me what to do about this because I had had it so many times and it was not going away on its own. You know, I figured there had to be something you could do besides just wear shoes all the time inside and out of your house. And, and between that and the knee injury, I really just wanted to be able to start running again. And I knew I needed some help. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you did reach out. And, mm -hmm. you know, when we talked about what it looks like to kind of work together one-on-one -on -one with me as like your running physical therapist and your run coach, at this point in time, really, it was essentially pretty much nine months that you really weren't mm -hmm. running consistently, right? On a weekly mm -hmm. basis. You know, did you have any hesitations about, you know, signing up for the program? I really didn't because I felt like you sounded like you knew what you were talking about. So that, but also I felt like I just knew I had to do something different than I had been doing. And I, I thought I would at least give you a try because I didn't know what else to do at that point. I didn't want to just keep sitting around. Yep. And yeah, and I remember that call um, very vividly because I knew that you were ready to like take action. And mm -hmm. we had talked about, you know, you had a very busy work, family schedule kind of leading up to that. Mm -hmm. And things were changing a little bit where you had the time to dedicate to you. And mm -hmm. even going back to what you mentioned before, how you took like this 20 years off of running and now your kids were a little older and you're getting back into it. Like, I just love, I love hearing that. And there are so many moms, especially that, mm -hmm. that is very common. And I just love that you found, you know, this love of running again, you know, now that your kids are older and that you can dedicate time to mm -hmm. yourself. But, you know, this point when you reached out to me, I remember you said, you know, I have the time to dedicate. Um, I'm really you know, motivated to do this right. And ideally, honestly, and we probably talked about this on the call, I, I usually don't like to take on clients that haven't run consistently for that nine month period, because I know it is hard to actually get back into 
uh, this whole lifestyle change essentially and you know consistently be able to do it but and that's why i always hop on calls with people before we work together because i want to make sure that like we're the right fit like i'm a good fit for you you're a good fit for what i do you know i can give you all the strategies and the tools but if you're not going to implement it like there's no point in wasting your time your money my time right like there's no point mm-hmm. and i knew that you were like committed ready you know you kind of passed even that kind of benchmark in which you know you hadn't run in so long and i'm like okay mm-hmm you know, she is ready. She's ready to commit to this. Um, so I'm so glad that you did make that decision. And after we started working together for a couple of weeks or even the first month or two, you know, what were some of the things that you really noticed that was a little different with this program or us working together? Well, I had never, first of all, in my entire life, you had me on six days a week of exercise. In my entire life, I've never exercised that much ever. So that was different. And then really, I think the one thing that really kind of made an impression on me that I hadn't really thought about before is somewhere along the way in your materials, it said something about train to run, don't run to train. And I think up until that moment, I was running to train when really what if I want to do half marathons and full marathons, it's a different situation, maybe if you're doing a 5k once or twice a year, but if you want to run long distances, you have to train to run. And that I didn't really that had not really kind of sunk into me until I heard you say that. So I think that was one thing that really made a difference for me too. Yeah, and you really embraced that and you were so consistent with the strength exercises that I gave you and, you know, exercising six days a week. Yes. That was like new for you, but you know, we weren't doing the same thing every day. Right. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, we were kind of adding variety and, and balance into your training program and your exercise program, as opposed to just going out there and running for exercise. Yeah. So that, that, that was definitely an, you know, a good thing and you being really compliant and you were like nailing the consistency uh, right off the bat. So I, I love I love seeing that. We all know one of the most frustrating parts about running is suffering an injury and bouncing back from that injury. We all know how important it is to get a proper diagnosis, properly load the tissue with specific strengthening exercises, incorporate mobility, and strengthen your surrounding run-specific muscles if you have listened to any of the running injury episodes on this podcast. An often neglected aspect of injury recovery and becoming a lifelong injury-free healthy runner is the nutritional component. For injuries to properly heal and allow your body to recover faster, you must supply your body with the nutrients it needs to accelerate muscle repair, and that is what the Amino Company's product Heal does better than any other product I have seen on the market as a physical therapist who works with a lot of runners struggling with recurring injuries. Heal is designed to reduce recovery times and improve physical function after injuries by accelerating muscle repair while helping maintain a healthy inflammatory response. In fact, a recent clinical trial compared HEAL with high-quality whey protein. The net balance between whole-body protein synthesis and breakdown was measured, and the response was that HEAL was found to be at least three times larger than that of whey protein on a gram-for-gram basis. 
heel was shown to both reduce muscle protein breakdown and increase muscle protein synthesis. So let's break down the results of this clinical trial in a way we can understand. Participants basically had less muscle breakdown and faster muscle repair using heel. If you're looking for a nutritional advantage while recovering from that stubborn IT band syndrome, Achilles, hamstring, or posterior tibial tendinitis, or even recovering from your daily training if you are healthy, I highly recommend you give Heal a try. I recommend it to all my athletes coming back from injury or those that are struggling to recover after hard workouts that I put on their running calendar. We even have a special offer for you where you can save 30% off by using the code HEALTHYRUNNER. Just head to aminoco.com slash healthy runner. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash healthy runner. And use the code healthy runner at checkout to save 30%. 16 weeks, let's kind of fast forward a little bit. You know, 16 weeks later, you know, where are you now? And, you know, now that you have kind of gone through the program, where are you now? Well, I think where we started, if I remember correctly, we had, I started with like something like a 10 minute walk and then four minutes of 30 second run, 30 second walk, and then a 10 minute walk is where we started 16 weeks ago. Yesterday I ran six miles. Yeah. That's a big deal for me. That's a huge change. Yep. Yeah. And you've, you've now done back to back weeks of six mile long runs, which is awesome. I love it. I love Mm -hmm. it. And are you having any foot pain at all? You know, I, though I am not, except for you had told me the last time we talked, you're going to feel it after your long runs. And I did this morning when I woke up, I did feel that, you know, the first couple of steps tightness, but it is so, so much better than it was when we first you know, started working together. Yeah. So, and did you do the strategies that you need to do when you did feel that tightness? I did. Excellent. Yes, I did do that. Yes. But I, and I have been really working on my uh, fascia stretches. You know, I have, I have, I'm actually, I have a footrest and underneath my desk that kind of allows me to do those stretches while I'm working. So I do those a lot throughout the day. Nice. Very nice. And yeah, I always like to tell folks like especially with you like building up from you know essentially nine months of no running and now we're bringing you back up to six miles where now it's probably been about a year right since you've done like a six mile long run more than a year for sure more than a year Mm -hmm. so this is now we're getting into like body hasn't been here in a while like new territory where you know you could get some of this discomfort, some of this achiness in the morning, especially with this type of injury, other injuries as well, like Achilles, really all of our tendon type injuries and plantar fasciitis, which is more of the connective tissue. You know, you could start to feel that. Um, and especially that's why I mentioned that is the next day after the long run. So I always say that because I want you to freak out and think like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. it's back. Let me just stop running for the next, you know, a couple of weeks and wait for it to go away because then then you lose all the fitness, right? And your body this whole time has been building up, you know, this tissue capacity, we call it, right? And and the ability for your plantar fascia to tolerate the demands of running. And by stopping running, then we just go backwards and we're not building up 
the ability for those tissues to adapt to those demands. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you did recognize it. And, you know, now, you know, it's nothing to worry about, right? You're not going to go backwards Mm -hmm. as long as you maintain what you need to do from a balance standpoint. Yeah. and, And what would you say, you know, when we get into the logistics of kind of working together, was there anything in particular that you thought was really helpful for you, you know, that really worked well during the program? Yeah, it really was helpful. All all the strength training exercises had videos so that I could watch, you know, the videos. There was like a PDF with links to the YouTube videos. That was super helpful. I think without that, it, I have a hard time remembering like how to do all the various, you know, movements and things. And I, I had to watch them basically every time. So um, that was very helpful to be able to have that to refer back to and easily just click from the PDF to see them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and, and that's why I create those, you know, videos is really take away the guesswork, right? So you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about how to do something. And I know there are other, you know, run coaches. And I, I think this is what sets our program apart is the fact that we do have the, you know, laid out for you, done for you strength plan with different workouts that really provides you that clarity with the videos of versus just, oh yeah, do your own strength on your own or, you know, just mm-hmm. YouTube some strength videos for runners. So I'm glad that was helpful. And then I know you also, because you are, you know, you're, you're a busy person, right? Yeah. You, you have work mm-hmm. and you got other things going on in your life. And I know you had mentioned, you know, just having that kind of structure and final surge was helpful. And mm-hmm. that's the training platform that we use. Yeah. Super helpful. Just, I just would go on there and it would tell me what to do and uh, anything where you, where I don't have to do the figuring out what to do next because I am so busy. And that's what I do all day long for everybody else is figure out what to do next. Somebody (laughs) else tells me what to do next. It makes my life so much easier. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Is there anything else that you think would be helpful to share for someone who either is going through plantar fasciitis or someone who is even, you know, considering joining our Healthy Runner coaching program and maybe they had some hesitations? Is there anything else uh, that you would like to share or you think would be helpful for them to know? Well, I think two things. Number one, the short foot exercises I think have helped me a lot. I It was super weird when I tried to do it the first time and the second time and the third time. It took a few tries to try yes. to figure out how to do that, but I stuck with it. And now like I like I could lift weights with my <laughs> my foot muscles underneath there, whatever those are called. I could like, yes. I could, you know, yeah. So um, I totally have figured that out. And I think that has made a big difference in terms of my foot pain. So stick with the short foot exercises. It was so funny. One of my running friend was trying to, I was, she was, she was asking me like, how do you, how do you do that? Like, what do you do? And I was like, I said, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I can't explain to you how I do it. You got to just go watch the video and maybe Dwayne can explain it better. Cause I figured it out, but I can't tell you how. So that's it. If it, if you watch the video and like stick with it, even if it doesn't click the first couple of times. Yeah. So that was number one. Number yeah. Sorry. Let me just, I just want to add in there (laughs) is that's just such a paradigm shift in how I've in my 20 year career as a PT have 
treated runners with plantar fasciitis. And, you know, when I first got out of school, that's what I was taught. It was kind of like stick an orthotic under the foot, support the arch. So the arch doesn't collapse, doesn't put stress on the fascia or use a brace, use tape. And, and really that's been the biggest paradigm shift I've seen in success with runners long-term and avoiding the negative consequences of actually just trying to support the foot because the strength of that foot and the structure actually gets weaker. And I'm just so glad that you, you know, gave the time to learn how to do that exercise properly because it does take a little bit. It, it takes a while. It took me like weeks because I was in custom foot orthotics before I tried it for, you know, 15, 20 years, really. So, you know, think about like the amount of atrophy I had in my feet because I was like always in my orthotics. And I know you mentioned earlier is like never walk barefoot in the house, like wear shoes in the house, wear two different shoes. Mm -hmm. And really what that does is it winds up leading to more atrophy of those deep foot muscles, which actually wind up taking stress off of the fascia for the long term. So being able to actually like find how to activate those muscles and then strengthen those muscles when you're doing your other strength exercises is super important. So I'm glad that you have found that helpful as well, because I know that's been like a game changer for me personally and has been a game changer for many clients as well. Yes, definitely. And so the other thing is, you know, I had said to you, my goal, because I'm so slow, I'm not ever going to win my age group in my 40s or my 50s or my 60s or maybe my 70s. But I am pretty sure <laughs> that if I stick with it, I can win my age group in my 80s. And yes. the main thing is I have to stay healthy and mobile for that. And so that is one of the reasons why I'm doing this is so that I can keep running, you know, as long as my feet will carry me. And the way to get there with this program, it's like anything else, you get out what you put in. And if you, you know, no one can do all this work for you, they can give you the roadmap, but you have to actually go and put the time in. For me, it was totally worth the, the effort and, and the, and, and just deciding to focus. This is what I'm doing right now so that I can be able to run again. But I also, before I made this decision to join this program, I'd already made that decision. I am doing this now. This is what I'm doing with my time. I'm going to set aside other things. I kind of got you know myself out of some other activities that I was in temporarily so that I would have time to do this. And that is what made, I think, such a big difference for me is I had already decided I was doing, I was going to focus on this for this period of time. And then I did it. And if you do those things, you make the decision that you're going to do it and then actually follow through, it will, it, I, it can only help. No, absolutely. And isn't that true for anything we do in life, right? Mm -hmm. I just think about, you know, big projects that I've had and it's, you know, things that you put off, right? And then it never gets done or you, you don't do it right. You do it like eh, partially, but you don't really get the result that you want, right? Like whenever you kind of focus and have that clarity on what to focus on, that's super helpful. So that is very helpful information. So thank you for sharing that. And what's next in your running journey? Well, I'm super excited. I've signed up for the uh, Fargo Half Marathon in May. 
So I am now back to the uh, mileage that my running group is due is on for our training plan for this, for that half marathon. So that's what's next. And I'm really excited for it. And then I'm also going to do a 10 mile race in Minneapolis in the fall. And I'm certain somewhere in between there, I'll do another five or 10 K. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Getting back to the half marathon distance um, mm-hmm. in Fargo. I love it. Um, I can't wait to see you crush that uh, half marathon and, you know, follow your your running journey. So I'm just so proud of you for really executing, right? I, I just guided you along the way, but you were the person who put in the work. You did, you know, things that you weren't used to doing, right? Like exercising six times a week and, you know, trying these new exercises that you really have never done before. So thank you for believing in me, believing in the process. Um, But most of all, you know, congratulations to you for putting that focus, putting the time and really like saying to yourself, like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do me. I'm going to find out how to actually fix this foot pain and, you know, get back into running and, you know, being able to meet up with your running group and, you know, go on these long runs and train for Fargo half marathon. Um, I just, I just love hearing stories like that. Well, thank you so much. And let's meet back here in about 40 years when I have won the 80 year old age group. Yes. Yes. I told you, like, we're going to be doing that together. We're going to have to meet up at a road race in our eighties. You can take the female, I'll take the male uh, division, mm-hmm. and we could be on like the podium together. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm looking forward to it. I love it. And guys, if you actually want to get the short foot exercise that Nicole mentioned, um, you can download our free plantar fasciitis resource wherever you're watching this in the show notes, and you can actually get that instructional video and some of the other kind of resources that I have specifically for plantar fasciitis. And if you want to get like clarity focused on exactly what you need to do to get rid of your foot pain, then, you know, you can work one-on-one with me just like Nicole did really get back into running without having to worry about, you know, foot pain, uh, just like Nicole did, um, and described to you here today, you can learn more schedule a call with me by just going to learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com forward slash coaching. Thanks again, Nicole. This has been really fun to share your story, your running journey, and I look forward to seeing your continued success. Thank you so much for all of your help. You really have made a big difference in my life and I really appreciate it. Hey, it's been my pleasure. And thank you all for whoever you are out there listening to this right now, whether you're listening on the podcast or you found this on YouTube or on our website. Um, I appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. And let's maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and let's just keep on running into our 80s, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Healthy Runner Podcast, where we help you get stronger, run faster, and enjoy lifelong injury-free running. If you found this content valuable, here's five ways we can help you grow as a runner for free. One, grab a free copy of my Spark Blueprint at learn.sparkhealthyrunner.com. Two, follow my Instagram page at sparkhealthyrunner. Three, join my free group by searching Healthy Runner on Facebook. Four, subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash spark healthy runner. 
five, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more experts in the running field and bring those lessons back to you here. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcast or the follow button on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode of Healthy Runner so you can maintain a strong mind, a strong body, and just keep running. Lastly, if you've been struggling with the constant injury cycle, not eating the right foods for running, or not getting faster as a runner, and you are ready to invest in becoming a lifelong injury-free runner, head to sparkhealthyrunner.com to apply for a one-on-one signature coaching program. Thank you again. I mean it from the bottom of my heart that I appreciate you for listening and sharing this podcast with a running friend who can use the help. Now go and crush your run today. See you next week.